0: I'll be reading from Matthew 13, uh, just verse 44. In Matthew 13:44. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid, and for joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Father in heaven, we thank you for this opportunity to open your word. First, that you have uh, condescended to share it with us, to give us a clear revelation of yourself and to proclaim these truths to us. May we have receptive ears uh, ears by your grace to hear what you have to say and uh, the will that you work in us to do of your good pleasure. Please guide me as I speak, that you keep me from error and uh, hold us close to your divine will. May it be so for Christ's sake. Amen. Please be seated. Uh, Thank you for the opportunity to come and open God's word with you today. We've enjoyed very much being here this week and seeing so many friendly and familiar faces. Uh, But as we turn to the text today, um, it's, I think, a a, a complicated text. I could spend uh, easily a full sermon, a Phil Kaiser-length sermon, at that uh, with each detail. Um, And I actually, in writing this out, originally went through each detail very quickly. But rather doing a cursory look at the whole passage and all, you know, 12 facets of it, I want to dwell just on one or two key parts. And it's the treasure hidden part. There's a lot of questions here, the fact that he hides it and his joy and uh, what he sells and all these other things. But I want to focus on the treasure that is hidden. First of all, that idea of treasure. Um, There's a lot of valuables out there in the world. I mean, the media campaigns press upon us. This is important. You want this. You're waiting for the next thing to come out. Uh, You want this desire, this hope. But what is our treasure? What is it we really fix our hope on uh, minute by minute, day by day? And it's not that we ignore all that other stuff of getting food for our families only to look you know, pie in the sky, but where is our focus, this treasure, and then how does focusing on that treasure relate to the rest of our lives? So as we see here, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure. Uh, It's not common. Uh, It is uh, today freely proclaimed to all, and all, not quite all, Uh, we don't dismiss it but many do but to us who it has been revealed and that's the next part focusing on the hidden part we see it and we value it and if we really value it we will cling to it we will forsake all else and hold on to it because of its vast value we will not be distracted by these other things Uh, not the other many other things are inherently evil Um, you know God gave drink and it's a good thing. A cup of blessing uh, to abuse it in drunkenness is bad. And there's countless other examples we could uh, bring in there. So these other things I'm not supposing are evil, but they are not to be a distraction from the kingdom that God is building through us, proclaiming the hope of the gospel in Christ because there is no other name under heaven by which men are saved. So first, may we keep our focus on this treasure of infinite value that there is nothing else that compares to to the forgiveness of uh, wrapped up in Christ's atonement, there is no substitute, no second chance, and may we fix our eyes on that eternal hope. And then, second, I find it fascinating this concept of it being hidden. Um, it's in verses eleven through thirteen. If you want to turn back to me, uh, where Jesus answers uh, the question, "Why do you speak in parables?" and uh, he answers the question very forthrightly he says and this is verse 11 of the same chapter he answered and said to them because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven but to them it has not been given for whoever has to him more will be given and he will be have an abundance but whoever does not have even what he has will be taken away from him Therefore I speak to them in parables because seeing they do not see and hearing they do not hear nor do they understand. So I will insert us in the you of verse 11, being Christians, part of uh, God's kingdom. Uh, he's speaking to us. He speaks to us in parables. We have been given the eyes to see and the ears to hear this. There's many people that haven't. Um, while in Christ's day, it was a much more limited audience, and uh, with the proclamation of the gospel going to the ends of the earth as we read through uh, the history of Acts, it is a much broader and more dispersed image or a message, but yet it still is hidden. Those who do not have eyes to see, who have the veil of darkness uh, covering their vision, they don't see. Those who still have their ears stopped uh, by the lusts of the world and the the cares of of the dark one, uh, they do not hear, but yet it's by God's grace. And I pray it's true for all, each one of us here, we do hear, Uh, we do see, And in hearing and seeing, we have eternal life. And by hearing and seeing, we have this, again, previous word, the treasure that we don't let go of. And it's those two fundamental truths that uh, it is hidden, uh, but it is a treasure that we should not let go of uh, that should cause us to pray for our neighbor, for those who don't hear and see, those who are still not seeing the truth of the hope in Christ, that we would pray, God, please have mercy on uh, this, my friend, my coworker, my neighbor. uh, fellow student whatever it is that they would enter into your kingdom just as you have graciously brought me into your kingdom not for any good that I have done but only by your grace that you have opened my eyes unstopped my ears and brought me into fellowship through the shed blood of Christ and then well, I can't resist uh, touching on the fact that this man goes and, and hides it and, and for joy he sells everything he has. May we have that same abundant joy, the joy of this worship that uh, Pastor Kaiser is leading us in and that, joy, that joy would be seen on our faces, that uh, the neighbor who, who can't see the hope of the gospel is blinded to their own sin at least would see the smile on our face and would wonder, what's different about this guy? What is his hope? Where does that come from? I want the same thing. So may uh, we have the joy of seeing many people uh, come into the kingdom discovering this treasure and them too holding on to it as tightly as we can and should. Let us pray. Father in heaven, what a privilege it is to be part of your kingdom, to have seen this treasure, to grasp onto it, to not let it go. I pray that you would uh, fix this hope in each one of us here that we would not be distracted and by being of single purpose for this valuable, this infinitely valuable treasure that you have shown us, that we would live lives in every single facet, our studies, our labors, our ministry, to our brothers and sisters, our children, to our parents, uh, that in all of these ministries, in uh, transforming this world for the sake of Christ, we would uh, glorify you, uh, showing the power of your grace present in us by the giving of the Spirit. May it be so in Christ's name. Amen.